We love living local. We are Scott and Kelly Grace, third generation Central New Yorkers who live, work, and play right here in the heart of New York. The mission of this podcast is to shine a spotlight on the people, places, and events that make our community an amazing place to live. We don't run ads. We don't talk politics. Our only ask is that you help us spread the love that we have for this community by sharing these episodes with your neighbors. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, we have today superstar Central Valley Academy. I don't want to just paint you as a basketball player because you're so much more than that. And we're going to get to know you a little bit deeper. But Mr. Deacon Judd, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right, man. So let's let's start with basketball because we're knee deep into basketball season. Um, talk to me about how you got your start or when like, you got your start. The first year I started playing was when our high school merged uh, from Mohawk and Alien. They merged, and then that first year, uh, we became the Central Valley Thunder, and that was, so that was, what, I think fourth or fifth grade, sixth grade maybe, so around there. You didn't start playing basketball in fourth grade? I mean, I did, like, I did, like, stuff with, like, my dad, but nothing, like, serious until fourth, fifth grade. I think they did, like, developmental stuff at at, at a young age, right? Like, at at Fisher, you guys would do, like, Saturday skills and drills, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, my dad would take us up there for, like, an hour and a half and run us through, like, some shooting and dribbling stuff. When did you realize you were really good at it? Probably my eighth grade year when I got asked to play junior varsity. I started the season out like on the bench, and then halfway through the season, I got asked to start, and obviously I was like, yeah. And then, you know, that kind of just gave me the confidence I needed, and then I rode it all the way up through high school. So it's kind of it's kind of been uphill from there. All right, so you started around fourth grade, made the JV team, started in eighth. Was there a certain moment that had a particular – big impact on you or a moment that you look back on and say this was like a defining moment for me in my basketball career yeah probably my sophomore year on varsity we were we traveled to west hill which is like a super underdog game like we were not supposed to win that game and we were trailing i think like 16 or 18 at half and then we battled our way back and then i don't want to sound too cocky but uh it was it was a close game and i knocked down two free throws to kind of seal the deal so that was kind of when i was like all right like i can do this stuff Listen, man, we asked you to be a guest. We're featuring you. Be as cocky as you want to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, what kind of pressure? <laughs> like, you can talk about that a little bit. Like, in basketball, like, when you're on that line and everyone is looking at you, especially at the end of the game, like, what goes through your head when you're, like, what kind of self-talk do you do you have to, like, pump yourself up? Or To be honest, I kind of just try to keep my head clear. Like, I'll, like, think about something. I'll be like, nah, like, stop. And then, like, I don't know. I just kind of try to keep keep a clear head like kind of tune everything out because at the end of the day like it's just basketball like I'm not I don't want to like focus on something else and then miss a shot because I'm not thinking about the shot so I kind of just try and keep my head clear yeah that's breathe. solid life <laughs> advice deep breath yeah. it's only a moment in time Absolutely. what's the worst case scenario no big deal so that's good stuff there player that you looked up to I'm gonna say the like I'm gonna kind of say like the whole team because like when I was younger, like sixth, seventh grade, my uncle would have these open gyms and then I'd go to them and it'd be us and then like the varsity team and just seeing the varsity team like play and like going to their games. Um, it's just like, it, it's, it's really cool atmosphere to like see them playing and then you're like, damn, like that's going to be me someday. So that's something to look up to for sure. And then on top of that, it's just, just like seeing them work every day kind of made, made, made me excited to get to that level. Awesome. Yeah. Modeling, uh, good behavior, good stuff. What do you love most about playing at Central Valley? 
probably they're like the community and like if it's a big game like people will come out and support you um last year we played clinton it wasn't even like the semifinals or the finals or anything it was the, it was clinton in the second round of sectionals we had a home game and the place was so packed that people had to stand on the indoor the indoor track up above the bleachers so that was like people were like standing like under the basket in the doorways on the top of the indoor track like it was just packed so that was definitely a really cool atmosphere to play in so the community and like just like the love that you get walking through the halls after a good game as well every every teacher knows your stat line like the score of the game so it's pretty cool feel like a star yeah (laughs) (laughs) you should all right so let's talk about it you've been playing on travel teams um obviously you're talking to college scouts different coaches um you just scored your 1000th career points which puts you 1000 ahead of how many i scored in my career so congratulations (laughs) on that Uh, (laughs) so all of the attention i know you're kind of a, a quiet modest kid does it make you comfortable or uncomfortable i'd say i'm pretty comfortable with it now i mean even going back to like my sophomore year, we had a pretty solid team. So we had some attention on us, like sophomore, junior. And then this year now, like we've been pretty, we've been pretty strong all three years. So I, I feel like we have, we've had some attention since my sophomore year, but we're not like when it first started happening. Yeah. I was like not comfortable with it, but as the years went on, I, I think I've gotten, I think I've adapted to it pretty well. Like I think I can handle pretty well. Good stuff. Let's talk about that real quick. Last year, 22 and 0 regular season fell short in the sectionals. Sounds like unfinished business. What are the goals for this year? Sectional championship for sure. I've been talking about it since my sophomore year, and it's got to get done. So I think awesome. I think we have the tools this year. I mean, we lost a lot last year, obviously. Um, we're not going to go 22-0, and 0, but I think I'm very confident in our squad this year. Good deal. All right, let's talk about school just for a minute. Um, favorite subject in school? Probably history. I'm in American government this year, so. It's cool to kind of like just sit back and like, and I have a really good teacher, super good teacher, uh, Mr. Wiles. And he kind of like, he just explains it super well. So I kind of just like, like sitting back and listening to like everything that's happened in the past of the U.S. So it's pretty cool. So let's, let's take that a step further and talk about college. Do you have any decisions made or are you leaning in a certain direction? As of right now, no, I do not have any decisions made. I kind of have narrowed down the recruiting process. So like, it's not as hectic as it was like my junior year. And uh, beginning of senior year, so I've narrowed it down, but I haven't really no, no, nothing set in stone. Want to share some leading contenders? Hobart is up there for sure. Ithaca, a couple D twos in Maryland, like one or two, and then like Oswego has been reaching out. Uh, Saint John Fisher, Utica, so schools like that. That's our alma mater, Fisher. Open, open Fisher. <laughs> you need a plug or an inside. I don't know if I can help at all, but we'll we'll try. We send alumni donations. Yeah, you know what you're gonna study there? Probably business. Just because if I get like a degree in business, it'll just open up like a lot of opportunities after. Like I don't have to stick to one profession. You know what I mean? It gives you a lot of options after you graduate. Yeah. Sure. So we're our son. One of our sons is a junior uh, this year in high school, and uh, same exact conversation we just had with him. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, not, I don't want to say he's not sure. You know, and and we can make a strong argument that we're still not sure what we want to do in our forties, and that's okay. Uh, but mm. but to your point, business uh, will open up a lot of different avenues for you. So I like it. Yeah. Let's talk about balance. You got a lot going on. You got sports. You got school. I'm guessing you got a few friends. Um, how do you balance it all? pretty hard for the most part but i kind of just 
in the summer and even like in the beginning of the year, I kind of scheduled my workouts. And then what I would do is I'd, I'd carve out time for everything else, like in between or after my workouts. So like I'd schedule a workout in the morning or later in the day and then middle, like throughout the day, I'd go get lunch with my friends. And then at night I usually get my academics done. So kind of just, it's not that bad if you just carve out specific time for it. So Deacon Judd is just, dropping life lessons on all the adults that are listening to uh we talked about take a deep breath focus don't stress too much about things routine, Clear your head, routine yeah. prioritizing tasks you can learn a lot from you here uh let's talk about different sport you're a football player as well how did uh football help you uh with with your basketball game yeah so going into football season it was kind of like i'm playing it because i'm a senior and, like, you know, it was, like, my last ride, so I might as well play it. Um, but, like, after the fall season, I was super happy I played. Like, no regrets. Like, I had a blast. Like, it was super fun. But I also noticed, like, after football, like, I was the most – probably the most athletic I've ever been. Like, it, it, it was nuts. I was going to the gym, like, an open gym, just, like, trying dunks. And it was, like – I don't know. It was just really cool because, like, I don't know, I did something in my body, which it worked. I just felt, like, super, like, strong. Like, it just it, – it, it was really good. Have college scouts talked to you about that, um, you know, just playing other sports and, and other things you do besides basketball? Yeah, they like – they obviously they don't like it, but they say like – I mean, it's mixed opinions mostly. Some, some of them will say um, it's good to have like a different thing in your life, you know, so you don't get burnt out in the one sport mm-hmm. that you're uh, not playing college. But other colleges don't want you to get hurt. Like I'm sure other people get told maybe not to play other sports because they just don't want to get hurt. but. You heard yeah. basketball too, just so you know. yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> but to your point, you know, you use different muscles um, doing mm-hmm. different things. So I know a lot of college scouts, you know, actually encourage you. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. To things, so. All right. So let's talk about the fans. You, you mentioned it a little bit that the community support that you have and these games where like the fans are in the stand is just loud. Is it helpful? Does it get in your head? Like how do the fans contribute to your play? I'd be lying if I said like they didn't they didn't creep in there sometimes like it just gets so loud sometimes that you know you, you can't help but kind of just like think about it and like let it get in your head a little bit but I think for the most part I kind of tune it out pretty well. You know a lot of people say that that like when you're you're there and it's so loud and you talk to players and they're like I don't even yeah realize yeah, I mean it. there's at the professional level right athletes work with sports psychologists to actually uh, just not be able to hear things that they'll they'll hear noise, but they don't hear any specifics. Right, um, so cool. Which is a really cool trait. Yeah. Um, one aspect of your game that you work on the most, or that you feel needs the most improvement. Find my jump shot, or like my three point three pointer, or something. I mean, growing up, like I was not allowed to shoot threes because I was just a tall kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of was late to the game in that aspect. So I've I've definitely been. Focusing more on like my jump shot and my three point shot, especially heading into college, because I'm going to need that there for sure. One area of the game that's changed and it's pretty awesome. Um, when we were growing up way back in the day, uh, six, seven footers, you know, or, or tall six footers, seven footers. They never, never, took ever yeah, took, that was unheard a, took of. a three. And now, like the, the Dirk Nowitzki's, you yeah. know, kind of changed the game. The Europeans, frankly, changed the game mm-hmm. where seven footers are bombing threes uh, with accuracy. Let's talk about coaches a little bit. You want to talk about, uh, have you had the same coach the whole time you've played? Have you experienced different coaches? Is there a favorite coach you have? 
aside from AU, I've kind of had the same couple coaches. I had um, Eric Moreau, Luke Judd, and then my dad, Jamie Judd, and then dad Luke as well. So those four have kind of coached me up uh, throughout my whole life. But I'd say the coach that's had the most impact on me personally is probably Eric Moreau because he's the one that kind of got me into basketball. I don't know if I would have ever tried out if you didn't ask my dad because like, I was just tall. So he asked me to try out, and it worked out. So yeah. aside from that, I mean, he like kind of coached me up all the way until high school or like, like modified started. So I started playing for the school. So he had a he huge impact. Off some, uh, some fierce competitors there. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Murrow likes to lose at nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I think was- <laughs> You're walking on the sidewalk with him. He's going to be ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we talked a lot about sports. What do you like to do for fun? What's a hobby of yours outside of sports? Probably just hang out with friends. I mean, I don't, I don't think I can name – I don't really have, like, a hobby. I mean, probably just hang out with video games? Are you into the video games or no? Yeah, I play, I play a good amount of video games for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm video games, hang out with my friends. Sometimes we go to Walmart and we'll do a chop at our friend's house. So we just cook and we have judges and then. Oh, that's cool. Super cool. Yeah, it's fun. We usually do that a couple times a year. So nice. Awesome. All right, man. Well, 15 minutes already. And we want to be respectful of your time because shockingly, you got to get to practice. So uh, <laughs> we always end these with what we deem the rapid fire five questions, five questions that are designed to be quick and easy rapid fire so we'll shoot them at you shoot them back we'll wrap this thing up all right, all right. any pre-game rituals you have i don't know um any i wear foods, the same. Any particular foods yeah I, I eat i eat peanut butter bread and then i wear my undershirt all day like I, i'll wear the undershirt that i wear oh. my all day at school so i just have it on all day so that's probably is it, it the same undershirt or do you switch it up I have like two or three, but I like okay. when I wake up in the morning, I just put it on and then I put the, like my clothes over it. I like okay. it. You get nervous before big games. Yeah, for sure. But then the nervous like turns into, I guess you could say confidence and then goes from there. Yeah. You have a go-to song that gets you fired up? <sighs> Probably Those Eyes by New West. All right. I was confident it would be a song we never heard of. <laughs> we'll check it out now, though. <laughs> Uh, what's one big goal that you've set yourself, uh, set for yourself in the future? Play at some level past college. Awesome. Nice. That's mm. a good goal. All right. What's one thing that you enjoy most about growing up in central New York? I just, I, I love the, I love the community, like just the overall community. Like obviously people have their separate communities, but I think overall it's like New York state. I think I think we're pretty pretty bonded by the state, and I also love the food as well. That's yeah. a big big thing for me. It'll keep you coming back, yeah. even if it's just a visit. The, the yeah. food it's been all over the country, all over the world. The food second to none around yeah. here. I was gonna throw in there who your favorite teacher was, but I didn't want to put anyone on the spot. <laughs> all time, all time. I think when you, you start playing beyond college, you got to remember who set all this up in the very foundational years, first grade. Taught you how to read, man. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're the best, Deacon. Well, Deacon Judd, we appreciate you, my friend. Good luck to you and uh, the Central Valley Thunder this year. Hopefully you can bring home that Section 3 championship. But even if you don't, you're a champion in our book. Yeah, we appreciate sure. you joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Awesome job. We'll see you.
Thank you for tuning in to another Love Living Local episode. Before you head out to support all things Central New York, we just have one ask of you. Please help us share the love we have for our community by sharing this podcast with a neighbor of yours. We truly appreciate you. In fact, you are one of the many reasons we love living local.